thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Logistics with Purpose, where we spotlight change makers um, across the world who are making a difference in all kinds of ways. And we're excited to welcome another do-gooder this morning. I am Christy Porter with Vector Global Logistics, and co-hosting with me today is Monica Rush, who's also on our team. Hi, Moni. How are you? Hi, Christy. It's great to see you again. Good, and you? Great to see you. I'm excited to co-host this with you. We've been trying to organize this interview for a while, and it's going to be another good one, especially for everyone listening who is in um, the automotive and manufacturing space. So this will be a really uh, interesting one and we're excited to welcome um, Terry. So let's bring in Terry. Uh, Terry is actually, Terry Cease is the founder and CEO of Alliance Solutions Group Hope Foundation. So we are thrilled that she is able to join us this morning. So hi, Terry, how are you? Hi, good morning. I'm doing well. How are you? Good. We're so excited to be here and um, chatting with you. We've been trying to get this interview scheduled for a while. We love what you're doing. So we're we're thrilled to finally have you on. And um, as we were just talking about, this is going to be a great interview for everybody, but not just, um, but also just the people in the automotive and manufacturing space. To, to hear what you're doing is really incredible. So I know it's going to be um, really exciting and inspiring for a lot of people. So we appreciate you joining us. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the invite and being with you ladies and everybody. It's, it's, I'm honored and it's a huge compliment. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Well, before we get into what you're doing um, right now, let's back it up a little bit. So if you'd tell us first where you grew up, about a little about your childhood and just uh, give us a, a, a snapshot of your background growing up. Uh, yeah, that would be the the yeah the snapshot. I like that. We don't have we don't have that much time. Yes, and, and some, for some reason these are the hardest questions for people to answer. They are, you know, I have to tell you, you you ask very good questions. Um, but no, I I had a very uh, good childhood, very blessed, and um, I was born and raised in Georgia, um, so I'm still here. And um, it you know, life life was good, and life is still good. Um, you know, it's good times, bad times, um, hard times, um, you know, everything. So, um, born and raised and I'm still here and I've, I guess it would fall under economic development. So I have seen it all. (laughs) It's a good place to be. It is. Um, and, and, you know, not to date myself, but, uh, you know, things were, you know, there, there, there was not the technology that there is today. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it, it was good. You're, you're riding your bike through the neighborhood and, and the neighborhood lights when it was, when they went out, you had to go home. Yes. So <laughs> good. So looking back, Terry, what is the story from your early years that shaped you to who you are today or even connects you with what you do now? Uh, good question. Um, you know, I, I guess early on and even today, um, I always know what I want. And, uh, you know, definitely work towards that goals. Um, so, you know, to go back, you know, to when I was growing up, it was, you know, again, back to the good times and the bad times mm-hmm. and uh, seeing that kind of helped shape. I know what I wanted and what I didn't want, um, you know, growing up, you know, to, to, to this day. Mm-hmm. So um, that's. Yeah, that's just, great. Just working towards where I wanted to be and what I wanted to do, both on a personal and a professional side. Well, you're definitely very driven, and we're excited to hear more about um, oh. 
everything Thank you have you. going on. But so I'm Thank curious, you. of course, we all know hindsight is 2020. So I'm also curious <laughs> if there is something you've learned now as an adult that you wish you knew as a, a child or a teen. Oh, so much, right? But what? One word, patience. Oh, yes. That's a good one. (laughs) Patience. (laughs) Patience. Um, Believe it or not, um, I mean, obviously, as we we all get older, you know, we're supposed to get wiser. But, but, um, yeah, honestly, patience, um, you you actually kind of learn more than when you're always in a hurry. Yeah. Um, You really do. So uh, to answer that question, that would be patience. And plus, too. Um, you know, I, I know in today's world, you know, again, personal and professional, everybody has so much going on. But, you know, I had somebody tell me once, you know, and, and, and even a lot of times it's the, the stress and the hustle and the bustle and the, you know, all of that, it, it's not going to solve the problem. So it just patience to answer that question. Yeah. The problem with trying to learn patience, though, is it means you're continually being tested in it. <laughs> yes. Yes. And again, and again, just, it, it just kind of goes back to that, take a step back and that just mental, it's like, okay, deep breath and, you know, let's just fix it. And how are you going to fix it moving forward? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And I think it's a really tough one. Yeah. <laughs> would agree. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So let's jump a little into your career. Uh, you are the founder of two companies and a nonprofit, and you also serve as an advisor for a couple of other organizations. So you are doing a lot of things at the same time. And that's, that's just amazing. So thank you. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing at the moment and how you manage it. Oh, um, goodness. Well, I, I started, um, Alliance, um, in 2008, um, when the whole world was downsizing. Um, you know, I'm very passionate. I enjoy what I do. Um, you know, if I have any kind of input to anybody, you know, just do what makes you happy. And, um, so I started the company then. Um, so obviously we're still here and still growing. Um, and then about, you know, over five years ago, I started the foundation. Um, so what does the company do first? Yeah. I'm sorry. What? Tell us a little bit about what your company does first. Oh, Alliance. Yeah. We, we are a software and hardware solution provider uh, supporting the supply chain industry. Um, so we're an authorized partner with Zebra Technologies um, on a hardware side. And on a software side, we do custom database design and integration. Um, that Yeah, thank you. And um, thanks. And um, so manufacturing, distribution, um, all that. But again, in 2008, when the whole world was downsizing, you know, it doesn't matter what industry you were in. I wanted to keep going and it allowed me to keep going on my beliefs and, and, you know, implementing that foundation, working with everybody. And so it's very blessed. Um, Thanks. And then about five years ago, um, as a mom and as a business person, I started the foundation, um, you know, Alliance Solutions Group, Hope Foundation, ASG Hope. And, you know, what that model is, is we teach STEM uh, to K through 12 specific to supply chain. Mm. Um, So, so the two companies, um, so I, you know, also too, I've learned you really kind of have to manage what you do so that you can put your attention to it. You just can't, you you cannot put too much on your plate. You know, you you have to pick and choose, but, you know, teaching the kids and and working with them and, and growing the foundation as well. 
um, is it's just a big passion and uh, determination. And they, now that you talk about them, they do sort of go hand in hand. I can, I can understand how they came together, but there must have been, they're still very different at the same time. So there must have been some sort of realization or aha moment that um, led to the creation of the foundation. So what was that like? Um, Thank you. It, uh, I think the aha moment, um, more than one, but um, there's a, there's a huge gap. Um, between the generations and and the real world, um, between you know knowledge, um, and again, it, it's you know can we all can we do things better? I'm guilty of it raising my daughter, um, but the the aha moment there, there's just a gap, yeah, and um, it it's just that it it needs to be blended, mm-hmm. and um, so that that's a big part of our model, um, and then also too you know, just from my past experiences, um, and just life and, and everyone in the, the world who, you know, challenges it's, um, you know, if we can share those with our current generation, and of course, working towards our future workforce, you know, to share our experiences, and this is why things are done this way, and, um, you know, kind of give them a leg up, um, that that's, that's a big part of what we do, and what I wanted to do, um, and starting the foundation. Yeah. Um, and I'm happy to see that, you know, the results and um, it, it, it's working on both sides. Yeah. And STEM is obviously hugely popular and growing, um, thank goodness, in, in a lot of ways over the last couple of years. And you you gave us a little bit of an overview, but tell us a little bit more about the inner workings. It's not easy working with the school, um, but tell us a little That's bit more. That's the challenge. <laughs> yeah. Tell us a little more about what that, what that looks like in a, a day-to-day as far as, especially supply chain coming into it late um, in my career as well. It's mm-hmm. not an easy thing to learn. So I'm curious as to what that actually looks like um, through a school system. Sure. Um, it, you know, it's, um, that, that was a learning experience in itself and, um, it is a challenge, but you know, the, the teachers and the students, um, you know, they're all on board and, you know, they, you know, they're like, you know, sign us up, what do we need to do? But, um, it's really nice when we're working with the students and the teachers, but specifically the students that when you're, introducing the real world to them mm-hmm. and, and projects and why things are done, um, you know, or it's like, hey, you know, you have an iPhone in your hand or you have an Android phone in your hand, you know, but everything it takes to get it in your hand, you know, or, you know, the, the gaming system, you know, whatever it is, this generation or, or even adults that they want to buy, you know, um, pointing those things out to them. Um, it, it's nice to see that it's an attention getter to them. Yeah, for sure. And what do some of the lessons look like? Um, well, on a technology side, um, you know, a lot of, you know, what we call 101 lessons, um, you know, just basically what is supply chain? How does it work? Um, and, and again, just, you know, companies, this is what they do. This is why um, it, it's really, we're just, you know, we're that platform yeah. uh, between corporate America and uh, K through 12. And, um, you know, we have expanded into other States and it's just a huge compliment that, you know, everyone's wanting to say, like, Hey, let's, you know, do this together. Yeah. And supply chain has certainly become more visible in the last <laughs> 18 months. Yeah. So there's probably exactly. a bigger conversation exactly. happening now. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and it also really, you know, there's so many positives to all of this because what it also does is, you know, I'm very adamant about communication and, and we all learn. 
But regardless of what age group we're in, it's it's all about the communication. So it's pointing things out and the communication to the students um, and to anybody. Um, and then once they see it, um, it, it just really opens everybody's eyes. And, and you know, we put clarity to things, mm-hmm. um, you know, because that's another thing we've um, learned is, you know, a lot of people and the students, they have a perception of things in the real world, but it's that's not really what it is. So talking about the, the lessons, and I can tell that you love entrepreneurship and you love to keep innovating and stuff like that. So uh, where do you find all of your inspiration and motivation? Uh, I know that it has a lot of a lot to do with people because you were mm-hmm. mentioning like you need the, these these teachers and talented people, but where do you find your like you cherry your motivation? Um, I think. Another good question. You ladies are awesome. (laughs) Um, You know, I I think it's just it it falls under my own lessons learned, you know, um, like we talked about. And it's, um, you know, whether it's the good or the bad, um, it's sharing both. Um, And of course, you know, being a mom, you don't want, uh, and and it's anybody, it just, you know, sharing life experiences and. Um, but as far as the K through 12, you know, helping them with that leg up on what to expect, you know, because everybody's like, okay, I, I have to go to school. Okay. I'm in elementary. Now I'm in middle. Now I'm in high school. And all of a sudden it's like, I'm done. I'm 16. You know, I have to start working or I'm 18. I have to do this. What do I have to do? And and it's all of a sudden you're just like, you hit a brick wall and it's like, what do I do? Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, working, you know, with all the states and, and the, the students The you know, the passion comes from, you know, if we can help share those stories to where people don't have the hard times or don't have as many hard times, um, it's really just kind of opening the eyes and, and giving that leg up on what to expect and prepare, mm-hmm. you know, and that even goes all the way down to a financial side. You know, which, you know, to me, that contributes in other areas. I mean, you don't you don't want people to struggle if they can help it. But again, it just to me, it it just it casts a wide net Mm -hmm. um, on where the passion and, you know, what we do comes from. It's personal experience and um, just there's a gap between how the real world works and our, you know, current students, you know, they're focused on school and learning and all that. But again, it's you know, just need to kind of blend it together. Yeah. And you talked about, um, well, first I'd love for you to tell us some of the Mm -hmm. successes that you've had with the program. I know you're expanding Mm -hmm. to other states you mentioned, which is incredible. I think before the first time you and I talked, you also had mentioned taking taking students on field trips to automotive plants Mm -hmm. because of your background with the automotive industry. So yeah, tell us a few Mm -hmm. of the things that are going on and some of the successes that you guys have had. Um, Well, we continue to have successes and it's a extra good feeling, um, you know, when we give our scholarships. Mm. And um, so we continue to have those successes and our corporate partners, um, you know, supporting us and being with us and um, new corporate partners um, and and just the success that everyone likes, you know, the model and what we're doing. Um, And again, it all points to, you know, the communication and working with the students and, you know, just kind of opening new doors. and. you know, that the, the, it's huge and it makes us all work harder, Yeah. you know, um, and then, you know, that leads to, 
you know, whether you have students that don't want to go to college or can't go to college, um, you know, that goes into the trade skill category. Um, so it's just a win-win all the way around. And um, again, it just comes down to all of the communication and just kind of sharing, you know, the real world with the students and, and helping. It, it, it's, we've created that revolving door. Yeah. Um, and it just makes us work harder that everybody is a part of it and, and likes it and supports it. Yes. And obviously Monica's in Aguascalientes, one of our other offices, huge area for cars and manufacturing. We're in Atlanta. Talk about just how the, um, well, I'd love to also just kind of to tie this further together with people, your career in the automotive industry, why these areas are so, um, what's happening in automotive and how, uh, as you said, the companies are responding to the students in the program. Yeah, it's, um, well, of course, you know, the workforce is a challenge, Yeah, you know, um, the, the lack of, um, you know, it's also the perception um, that some people have, um, you know, in manufacturing and, and it doesn't apply just to specifically automotive, it's just manufacturing in general. Mm. Um, you know, so that's something we're all working on is to put clarity to that. And, um, you know, introduce and, and show the benefits of, you know, working in manufacturing and, um, you know, again, so they can look ahead at their future career options. And how have they, I, I guess, for the students themselves, what, um, what kind of questions are you hearing or maybe uh, things that they had no idea about just how supply chain work or possible future careers? What do students think about all of this? Um, you know, they're... If they listen, it, it's kind of nice to see them listening. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I, the, the whole world is supply chain, really. Yeah. The, the whole world is STEM, you know, and, and, and it really is. And um, so just explaining that to them, um, you know, we're, we're going, you know, you go to a manufacturing plant and um, or you go to an automotive manufacturing plant. And it just really opens their eyes. Mm. And, um, and then they, they do. It's nice to see them start asking questions because, again, that kind of puts, you know, it's like, okay, you're interested. Yeah. You know, now, now that you have seen this, we are opening your eyes. And, and we follow. We, we follow through with the, the students. That was the other thing, you know, I didn't want with the foundation is, you know, it's like, okay, today was today. And then now we're on the next day and it's all forgotten. You know, that's something else that, you know, we we stay consistent about. But um, we follow the students and it's nice that the students um, stay in communication. Um, it was also nice to hear, um, of course, before COVID hit and, you know, we couldn't go into the classroom as much or at all. But, um, you know, one of our models is leadership. Mm. And we have some of our teachers, one specifically who broke out. Um, in teams mm -hmm. and, um, you know, teaching, okay, you know, this student has to be the supervisor or, or the executive for that team. And, and one of our biggest, biggest compliments, which, which love it is that the students who have graduated or were in that have come back to us and that teacher and said, you know, we, th this really helped because they're seeing it in the real world yeah. now that they're working. Um, so that that's another huge thing, good thing to hear. Yeah, and especially because the automotive industry is is just huge, as Christy was saying, um, um, in Aguascalientes, and here we have 
the largest Nissan manufacturers, and mm -hmm. it's been growing a lot in the last years. And mm -hmm. you can see a lot of young people trying to uh, start their careers over there, but mm -hmm. we also have uh, tier one, tier two, tier three manufacturers mm -hmm. uh, that sell some auto parts to Jadco, Aresti, Honda, Ford, uh, right. etc. So it really is huge. And it's great to see that everything keeps evolving and everything changes. The processes are not mm -hmm. the same as a few years ago. And the companies are constantly looking for people who has that leadership and like that vision that they want to, mm -hmm. they want to share. And mm -hmm. it's great that there's people like you and foundations like these that can encourage you. and yeah. give people that opportunity because sometimes you just don't know where to start or how to do it. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Thank you. And, and, you know, in your experience too, I appreciate that. And your experience, you know, a supplier OEM or, you know, any manufacturing for any company, you're right. It's, um, you know, once they see it and um, see the benefits, you know, and, and on a, on a supplier side, you know, one, um, I was in classroom one time um, and, you know, some of these students, they're like, you know, do I have to go to college? Um, or, you know, I want to open up my own shop. I want to do this, you know, okay, well, that's fine, but you still have to go to school. Um, and here's why, you know, um, you, you still have to have certifications. And when I talk about communication and, and really pointing out, you know, one of the things that I pointed out to them was, you know, all, all of us here on the call, us three ladies and, um, you know, myself, it's like, okay, on, on an automotive topic, you know, I take my car in to get serviced. I'm trusting you that's working on my car to make sure that I'm safe. Um, so we, we, I'm adamant about communication and, and it's really just pointing things like that out. You know, um, if, if I took my car to you and, you know, okay, that's fine. You want to open up your own mechanic shop. That's great. You know, but here's what you still have to do. And here's why you need to be careful. You know, I'm trusting you. I don't want to get hurt on the highway. I don't want to have a wreck or I don't want my tire to fall off or, you know. So it's, you know, whether it's an automotive or a robotic, I mean, just anything. It's, it's also pointing those details out to the kids. I'm sure you have a lot of plans for the future, a lot of hopes for the future. Um, what are what can we expect either uh, coming short term or maybe your long term vision? You've already expanded into a couple other states. You talked about other corporate partners coming on. So what is your uh, what, what are some of your the goals ahead of you? Mm, we don't have enough time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. Thanks. Um, well, on an immediate level, definitely continue with the scholarships and helping yeah. and, um, you know, all of us, inclu including the other states, you know, just working together and, and you know, making that change, positive change. But the big um, the, the big challenge that I'm working on and, and continuing to work on is um, apprenticeships, mm. um, you know, to to get in at a, at a younger age. Mm -hmm. um, so, so that's, that's a big thing that continuing to work on right now with, with everybody. And is that at executive level or in the plants themselves or what does that look like? Um, to be in the, in, in the company, okay. in the plants, in the company, um, in corporate, 
um, and on a state level. Um, you know, I, I, every company's different in, in the requirements and the liability requirements that they have. Um, but I'm not convinced yet that that cannot be worked around. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, and I'm guessing you're hoping to continue expanding across the U.S. and perhaps into other countries as well. It sounds like it's a model that could be replicated in a lot of ways. Thanks. Um, I think so. Yeah, definitely. And it's just, you know, it, it makes us work harder and it's a huge compliment working to share um, in other states, um, you know, our, our model, because it's it, it really is just kind of blending and we're that platform, you know, between the students and corporate America. And it's, you know, and I'm still a lot of old school, you know, and you know, I, I was playing with Tinker Toys and, you know, I was out riding my bike and, you know, and I'd like to see, you know, more of that in the world today. Um, you know, I always look for positives out of everything. And to me, one big positive out of COVID was you saw families mm. really spending time together mm-hmm. and walking in my neighborhood and the kids were riding bikes, you know, um, and, and again, that kind of puts proof and, you know, my beliefs and in, in what we do today, you, you need everything. You need, you need both. You need everybody. Um, but it's just a matter of working together and, and putting those processes together, you know, from, from all generations to make it work. Right. You know, and, and working together, you know, is also with respect for each other and communication. Yeah, for sure. I'm mm-hmm. curious between your um, either your for-profit companies or the nonprofit. Um, is there a mistake that you've made that others can um, learn from? You've talked about a number of different subjects under both categories. So I'm curious if anything stands out to you that the rest of us can learn from. That's a great hard question. <laughs> that's that that's a great one. I you know I'm not sure. I mean yes. Nobody is perfect. Um, So we all make mistakes. Um, But it might just be hard for me to answer or think of something because, you know, I had somebody tell me growing up, you know, if if you learn something, you know, it wasn't a mistake. Right. Um, So I I guess you you just learn. Yeah. Um, That's tough. Turn everything um, into a learning experience. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I, I guess you learn. Um, yeah, learn. learn. I, 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 that's a good question. Yeah, that, that's a good hard question. You'll have to get back to us. I know. I know. It's, yes, for me, it's hard to pick out just one. <laughs> yeah. No, truth. There, there's so many, but it's, you know, some you don't want to share. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's we'll do that after the recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, and talking about your experience as an advisor, uh, for example, at Georgia Automotive Manufacturers Association, what is a current challenge in this industry that you see and what are one or two solutions? Uh, definitely uh, parts shortages um, and then uh, workforce That would be the top two immediate answers, um, you know, and, and regarding workforce. Um, there, there's a lot of reasons why on that. Um, but, you know, what is in our control and, you know, what we're doing is just introducing and putting clarity uh, to these job options um, for the students. 
That's fantastic. Um, and then outside of challenges, what do you see? Uh, again, you've been around the automotive industry for a long time and certainly going through a lot of changes in the last couple of years. So current or future trends, um, what do you see coming? And then how will those come into play at the foundation as well? Uh, well, um, as far as the future, um, <laughs> to, to date myself again, um, we are headed towards whoever invented that cartoon, the Jetsons. <laughs> that is where we are headed. <laughs> Still waiting for my hoverboard from back to That's the future. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, the, the technology and, and, and all my opinion, um, but yeah, uh, the Jetsons, I was like, somebody really saw into the future on that one. Um, but, <laughs> but, um, I mean, we're, we're kind of already there. I mean, there's so much already being worked on and things that I continue to learn, um, you know, working with friends and colleagues and, and, you know, on a technology side, um, I, I feel we, we, we all can't keep up with what we already have right now. Um, and especially on supply chain, um, which also leads into we are already developing and thinking so far into the future. We, we, are not even close to being that far ahead. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, on a work workforce and, and bandwidth size. Yeah. I think we're further ahead than a lot of people may realize. Yeah. So what's something you've learned recently? Oh goodness. Uh, one related to which topic? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll stick in either automotive or nonprofit leadership, your choice. Uh, oh, that's uh, something. Yeah. <laughs> I have, what, I'm sorry, what, Monica? Or both. <laughs> or both. There you go. Um, you know, it, again, just um, continue to practice patience. You know, continue to practice patience. And um, the, that, that's, a, that's another good question. Um, the patience and um, just just really just take one day at a time, but but definitely do not lose sight of your goals. Continue to work towards your goals. Um, you know, I always, you know, within myself, have a saying: if you want something bad enough, you're going to make it happen. And 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 with people out there and and the students and adults, um, you know, really just network and, and lean on your friends and and just ask ask questions. Yeah. That's right. Some many people is afraid of asking questions, but mm -hmm. they don't realize the growth they can mm -hmm. they can achieve if they just ask or or the difference that they can make if maybe they come to a better answer or something and mm -hmm. they can develop something great. But it will not happen if they don't if they if they are afraid of asking. You're exactly right. And that was well said. And it, and it is. And you and it doesn't mean you have to ask just anybody. You know, you can ask, you know, someone who you want to confide in and trust and, and all that. But, um, yeah, don't don't keep everything inside. Just really work together. And um, and trust is a big thing. Um, personal and professional. I've always been big on trust. And um, but, yeah, just work together. There's so many things in today's world that I that I wish um, people would, you know, stop and think about and uh, change, you know, um, working together, even on a leadership side, um, because, yeah, like we talked about before, people should not be afraid um, to go ask questions, like you said, and um, or fear of um, something's going to happen. Um, you know, there, there's I, I wish if I had a magic wand, 
there'd be some immediate things that uh, I, I would like to change. <laughs> uh, you can uh, email me or just go to our website. Uh, the website is Alliances Inc. That's inc.com. Uh, and then my email is um, first name dot last name at that domain. And so for uh, you talked about corporate partners, we have people in the automotive industry listening. So what are you looking for specifically from corporate partners right now outside of dollars, which is always helpful? <laughs> you know, well, yeah, dollars are good for yeah. scholarships and sustainability, but um, you know, I would love, you know, for anybody who wants to be a part and work together uh, and become a corporate partner, um, you know, because partnership, it, it's a two-way street. It's always been my definition. Um, it's never been one-sided, um, you know, so if we can work together towards that, that goal of supporting and training our future generation, I would definitely share more details on how we do that. And, um, and really, you know, everybody's kind of contributing to their own workforce as well, you know, working with us. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for your time. Um, so much, uh, so much great insight. And um, I love what you're doing. And definitely, we need more mentorship, we need more apprenticeship, and um, we need to start training the next generation wow. for supply chain. So thank you so much, Terry. Oh, thank you. You ladies are wonderful. Thank you. Learned from you two today too. (laughs) Yes. Thanks for being here, Moni. Thank you again, Terry. Thanks everyone for listening at home. Um, We look forward to bringing you another great interview with the Logistics with Purpose series again soon. So we'll talk later. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.